I think the reason people enjoy artists or follow artists in all different mediums is because they it's their way of just learning about someone and enjoying what their personality their character and who they are and um, putting out original content is an assurance that I'm learning about you if you're an artist it's redefinition exploring the intersection of creativity and identity I'm Bowen Wayne on today's episode, how Sakurai Chu blends his favorite musical genres in order to create something completely original and personal. Stay tuned. Today's episode features the wonderfully eclectic personality of Alan Chu, aka I go by Sakurai Chu. He's a music producer based in the Bay Area. Now I know, music production is a pretty broad term, and it can apply to pretty much any type of genre hip-hop, house, techno-metal. But that's the beauty of producing music. You can take inspiration from your favorite genres and blend them together to form a completely new style. And that's what fuels Soccer Chu when he creates, making original music, curating his own personal tastes for the masses to indulge in, creating visual experiences to complement a sound. Because the style isn't strictly electronic music, or hip-hop, or rock. It's music with an original stamp sealed with a novelty Fu Manchu mustache. I spoke with him about his music, his influences, and his drive. So without further ado, please enjoy this episode with Sakurai Chu. If The Undertaker had a baby with Bjork in 1993. If Catwoman, Michelle Pfeiffer, had a baby with Bjork in the 15th century. If Nine Inch Nails, Queen, and Bjork had a love child in the Romantic period. If Brigadier General Peaches, you know the singer like that sings that song, Fuck the Pain Away, had a baby with Bjork during High Tide. <laughs> I know, that's kind of out there, yeah. I think my main goal with like music is providing a soundtrack. I feel like when I make music, I think of a place I want to go. I haven't traveled as much as I'd like to in the past. So to kind of compensate, I kind of like think in my head, oh, where would I like to go? I kind of hear things and like, oh, how, if I was here, how would this sound? And in my, in my own kind of style of composition, I kind of just put it out there. I think really comprehensively when I kind of make something, I want it to make sense visually and sound as well. Yeah, I'm looking to create soundtracks. If Captain Morgan, Captain Crunch, and Moby Dick had a baby with Bjork in 1851. I just jump on my computer and then um, if I'm not working on an existing existing project, um, I'll just like pop in some cool movies that I like and it'll kind of get me inspired, like you know, just you know, like a Wes Anderson movie or something like really kind of visual like Mad Max or something like that new Mad Max movie. Sometimes I need like that, that slap in the face of just like amazing content to like kind of get my creative juices flowing and I'll just kind of go off of that. I want to like create music that 
that can just move people by the, by the thousands, you know, like big, big sounding stuff, you know, and that means big vocals or just a lot of reverb, a lot of just kind of low end girth. Actually, maybe I can go on the topic of Promised Land. So that song, there's like opera of like samples in there. Yeah, I sampled like a really well-known opera song that people um, are, know. If you if you listen to the to the sample I, I picked, it's it's you know it's like an opera choir or whatever, and tons of reverb. And um, I, my thought process of making that song is I wanted to make something um, kind of Queen-esque, you know, like just really big sounding. And if you listen to all of their music, it's like. People just feel like they can do whatever they want, you know? It's like something you listen to when you're working out or... and you want to feel like you can just take on the world. And so, um... I have some, like, sub-bass that, that just makes you... Uh, that just kind of kicks you in, like, the chest a little bit with the kick drum as well. And, uh, There's a lot of, like, rock-sounding synths. That's, you know, it's sort of like that arena rock kind of sound and the melodies it's 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 kind of comp composed in a way that's just super uplifting in the sense that everything goes up it goes down but it goes up mixing a song is like the equivalent of just you know baking a cake and getting thrown all these uh, different ingredients but then obviously to make the right tasting cake you need to like only have a certain amount of this a certain amount of that and so far, and I'm just like fine tuning that process. You know, I don't want it to be too sweet in this part. I don't want, you know, I, I want it to be moist. You know, this is a funny analogy, you know, for a song, but <laughs> it's just a really hard process because you're just constantly just taking things here and out of uh, out of this spot and putting things in this spot. And dude, there's no way I can get it perfect. And that's just like I need to set step back and just abandon the project. Being an artist, like. Uh, it's just really hard because you want it to be perfect, especially when you share it. And and for me, it's like I'm really like detailed and um, and so sometimes too much. But I'm like really meticulous. So like I make the music, I think about the costuming, I kind of think about you know like the performance aspect, how I kind of want to move when I play. I also think about like the lighting. Like I program a light show with the music to kind of go in and out with the with the lows and the highs and stuff like that. I just, yeah, I think really comprehensively, man. It's like the whole experience, the 360 experience. And I think people are really kind of, I think they're understanding that. And you have the Beach of the Barrenness thing. When I made that song, I was like, oh, okay, I have this fun vision in my head of just Eastern Europe where there's like snobby people or whatever, you know? And then you hear like a bunch of piano and like horns, but then also I wanted to kind of keep it like digestible for people, you know, putting some funny electronic sounds in there, like kind of acid sounding electronic sounds. And then uh, putting like, you know, pitch down vocals where it sounds kind of like, I don't know, gothic or whatever, or just kind of like dark. Um, I mean, that's what I see in that type of setting. But then it, sw it switches up with every type of song, you know? So I'm just trying to, like, I'm trying my best to like visually represent the song uh, in my Tuesday videos as well. Kind of going back to the bigger picture, I, I want to make music that just can shift your mood 
in 180 degrees and just make you feel powerful. I think that's what it is. I, I have like a big influence on Wes Anderson movies and stuff like that. And I, I just love how everything is just like really detailed and fine-tuned, but at the same time, they're really good about just making things funny and not too serious. But at the same time, I'm a pretty serious kind of music producer too at the same time. So there's like a, a good balance there. Honestly, like in all my music, you know, there's a lot of serious music that I make, but then when it comes down to it, like my big, one of my biggest inspirations is like professional wrestler Ric Flair. Woo! No, it's just, he's a, obviously wrestling is, you know, it's a performance. It's not, it's not like, you know, Olympic wrestling where there's like grappling on the floor or whatever, but the dude's hilarious and he has like this amazing persona. And honestly, as much as like I create some music that's really kind of serious and in my opinion moving, I also have that, that's the, like, that's the yang, but my yang is just being really kind of not serious, being funny and just trying my, my best to be like an entertaining individual that people can really enjoy. People enjoy it. That's, that's awesome. If they don't, that's totally cool too. Everyone, I think I feel like regardless of what you're putting out there, there's people out there that will enjoy it. You know, my, my story is, it's really funny. You know, when I was younger, I got forced into joining like Boy Scouts, right? And usually you join like really young. I got forced into joining when I was like in high school, which is like really unheard of. I remember like, you know, stepping foot into that first meeting and you know, all the older kids who started really young were like, whoa, what's this guy doing here? And it's like super weird. I went to like Boy Scout camp. I just got thrown in there and everyone had a guitar and they were playing. And, um, you know, naturally you're a product of your surroundings, so you kind of want to, like, do what everyone else is doing. So I just picked it up and had some friends in my, in my troop at the time kind of teach me a few things. And uh, it just kind of went from that. I started, like, playing guitar in some bands in high school, and then I kind of transitioned into drums. Then I got picked up by this electronic band and started, you know, learning how to produce music electronically, which was great. You know, when I was uh, first getting into producing music and I was heavily involved in the nightclub scene, a lot of my DJ producer friends were, uh, well, that's their scene. They're producing like kind of house music, like club music. And to be quite honest, I tried doing that and I wasn't really too good at it. Uh, I guess it just, it just didn't seem natural for me to kind of like go that route. Um, even though I tried, I just wasn't really good at it. So I kind of came to the realization I just need to kind of stick with what comes out naturally and not focus too much on what everyone else is doing and uh, ever since I started doing that and tr trying to do something that was more me as opposed to trying to kind of like follow uh, the path of others uh, it, it's been working out pretty well because I have so much positive energy inside of me I want to use music to just by, you know like I was saying by the thousands just in a positive manner, influence people to do great things, and it's so funny. I uh, I played this fun gig at Mezzanine. It was like my first gig for this project, and the sound guy. We were just talking. He was like, "Yeah, dude, you know, I checked your stuff out. I really enjoyed it. It made me want to paint." <laughs> and I hella laughed because I was like, "Wow, that's the coolest thing someone could say. Like, my music made you want to do something cool, like paint, and like do something creative and artistically." That was like the funnest, the the, the, the most fulfilling thing that I heard that night. If, if, if this goofy guy with a 
uh, a Fu Manchu, a very novelty, unique, awesome Fu Manchu can can do art, you can do it too. This episode was written and produced by me, Bowen Wang. Special shout out once again to Sakurai Chu for stopping by and chatting with me. All the music featured during the episode was produced by Sakurai Chu himself. If you like what you hear, make sure you check out his Instagram account. I've linked it in the description. And you'll also find all of his fun Tuesday videos, which, if you didn't catch, they're released every Tuesday. Lastly, thanks to you all for listening to this short three-part series. If any of these episodes made you feel inspired to create, or made you feel anything at all, please share them out. You can find the full catalog of every Redefinition episode on SoundCloud by searching Redefinition.